Hello everyone, I'm Gary Hoban and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder of the Refinery Life Church on the Gold Coast. And if you're on the Gold Coast, come and join us as we meet together and we share in the Word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 222 Turpin Road, Labrador. And more details are available on our website which is www.refinerylife.org. And today we're continuing our series titled The Spiritual Struggle for Renewal of the Church. Now we're not just talking about the refinery, we're talking about the church worldwide. And we need to cooperate with the Father God who would prune out those branches, those attitudes and those ambitions and actions that are counterproductive so that the church might bear much fruit. And today we're going to talk about Renew My Church to Ministry. Let's pray before we go any further. Heavenly Father, we thank you for life with all its privileges and joys. We thank you for giving us the power to work and earn a living. We come today bringing tithes and offering, Lord, at a, as an indication of our desire to dedicate ourselves to you. Help us that we might dedicate our bodies as living sacrifices of devotion to you, Lord that others may see the beauty of your holiness and come to hunger for a knowledge of Jesus Christ. Bless these tithes and offerings, Lord, today, so that others will come to know Jesus as Saviour and Friend. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray today. Amen. Now the text we're going to concentrate on today is Romans 12, 2. It talks about dedicated service. It says, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect and his plan and his purpose for you. And then the scripture reading with the scriptures we're working through are Romans 12, 1 through to 6. Let's read them together. It says in verse 1, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicate all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed and progressively changed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is and that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace of God given to me, I say to everyone of you not to think of himself too highly and of his importance and of his ability than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has appointed, or apportioned, sorry, to each degree of faith and purpose designed for service. For just as in one physical body we have many parts, and these parts do not all have the same function or special use, so we who are many are nevertheless just one body in Christ. And individually we are parts of one another. We're mutually dependent on each other. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. If someone has the gift of prophecy, let them prophesy. Let them speak a new message of God to his people, it says, in proportion to the faith possessed. 
And then we look at Ephesians 4, 7 through to 12. It says, Yet grace, God's undeserved favor, was given to each of us, not indiscriminately, but in different ways, in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich and abundant gift. Therefore, it says, When he ascended on high, he led captivity captive, and he bestowed gifts upon men. Now, this expression, he ascended, does not mean except that, sorry, this expression, he ascended, what does it mean except that he has also previously descended from the heights of heaven into the lower parts of earth? Verse 10, he who descended into the very same as he also has ascended high above all the heavens, that he, his presence, might fill all things, that is, the whole universe. His presence will fill the whole universe, it's telling us. Verse 11, And his gifts to the church were varied, and he himself appointed some as apostles. And the apostles, it says, are special messengers or representatives. Some as prophets, who speak a new message from God to the people. Some as evangelists, who spread the good news of salvation. And some as pastors and teachers, to shepherd and guide and instruct. Verse 12, and he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints for the works of service, to build up the body of Christ, which is the church. God's plan for the church is for each person to present themselves as a living sacrifice, not conforming to this world, but transformed by the renewing of the mind, fully demonstrating God's will. And further, it is God's will that all members of the body function according to the measure of faith God has imparted to them and minister as the grace of God directs them. So the prayer then goes on, doesn't it? As we had last week, renew our church. Make it a church where every member of the body answers the call of ministry of believers. But what does it mean? Look at it from two viewpoints. Let's have a look at it today. First one is scriptural understanding of a universal ministry. Romans 12, 3-6 tells us of this. Paul spoke of the grace given to him. God has given all believers a measure of faith to express, but not all to the same degree. All believers are members of the body of Christ, but not all have the same function. However, all believers have a ministry. And all believers have gifts given to them by grace, but not everyone has the same gift. The scripture passage calls us to be renewed in our minds toward the church because God has given every member of the body a call to ministry. We are not to think more highly of ourselves, but rather we are to think more soberly. Ephesians 4, 7-12 adds to this concept. It says, Every believer is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Every believer. And this compares with Romans 12, 3. God gives some gifts to believers so that they can prepare other believers for ministry. Paul said that God gave different believers different roles to fulfill. Ephesians 4.12 says, And he did this to fully equip the, and perfect the saints, God's people, for the works of service to build up the body of Christ, the church. God's gifts are given to us not to be hidden or neglected, but to fulfill his purpose. Are you building the body or are you hindering it? Furthermore, Ephesians 4, 
7 to 12 agrees with the passage that says all believers have been created in Christ Jesus for good works. It's Ephesians 2.10. And with the truth that all believers are priests. That's Romans 1.6 and 1 Peter 2.5-10. Although our gifts and ministries may differ, no believer is exempt from serving God to build up the body of Christ. Note I say build up the body of Christ, not tear it down, not be separate from the body of Christ, but to build up the body of Christ. Therefore, as Christians, let us know our gifts. Let us know our ministries. Let us value our gifts as precious from the Lord. Let us accept them with spiritual satisfaction. And let us use them to fulfill God's gracious calling. Now, the second thing is the practical application of a universal ministry. Since Christians form a universal ministry, several practical applications can be made. First one is Christ is the head of the church, and he ministers through his body. Just as he ministered on earth, he now ministers through us. And if we confine ministry to the pastor or the church staff, we miss God's plan for the church. This confines too many people to a work that is too big to be done. I truly believe one of the reasons that many small churches don't last is because people don't serve. They leave it up to the pastor, and the pastor can't do everything. If we can find ministry to the pastor and the church staff, we're missing the plan. And everybody is a servant. We're not spectators here. We must leave the stands and get on the playing field. We must leave the balcony and get down on the stage. All the players... God is the coach. All are actors. God is the director. And there will be a price to pay. We must die to self and live in obedience to God's perfect plan. That's why Romans 12.1 precedes Romans 12.3. Compliment calls for a living sacrifice. Commitment, sorry, calls for a living sacrifice. Think about it. You can't have one foot in the world and be fully committed to Christ. If we are to go into battle, we need to be trained and equipped. Troops need to be trained. All believers are to be part of the crew. God has no passenger list. What he's saying is no one should be merely just coming along for the ride. So in conclusion, as we finish up today, there's nothing significant about me. I'm not special. But I have decided to identify myself with something that is greater and would last longer than I will. I've given myself to the Lord Jesus Christ and his church and his will. As I think back on this decision, I know I have not made a mistake about it. All that is worthwhile to me now is wrapped up in that decision. My prayer is that's true for all of us. Have a think about it this week. Where do you sit? And I really want to encourage you, as I do every week, to be diligent with your Bible study time because God has so much more for us that we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a Redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for Him and He can make you whole, spirit, soul, and body, if you will allow Him to. And you're important to God, but you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. 
Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And until next time, stay in the blessings.